We begin the season of Lent with this gospel of Jesus going into the desert. And although it is tough to go into the desert, no one likes to go to the desert. It's like Nevada. No one likes to go to Nevada. That's what people from Nevada say. If you're from Nevada, let's speak after mass. Anyway, no one likes to go to the desert. From the outside, it seems tough. You prefer to go to Palm Spring or Hawaii, much more enjoyable. But the gospel today and Catholic spirituality says that fasting can lead to feasting. If you read the gospel carefully, you think from the outside it is difficult to enter the desert. But once you begin to walk into the desert with Jesus, there's a promise of feasting. Mark says that the angels minister to Jesus. In the agony at the garden, the Father sends an angel to strengthen the Lord. And in the desert, at the beginning of his life, the Father sends many angels to minister to the Lord. So yes, from the outside, it is difficult. And also inside, there is some type of challenge and battle of stripping yourself from things, stripping your th- things for yourself from noise and maybe the heat of the sun in the desert. But also, in the midst of that material, in a sense, detachment, there's a deeper consolation of the Spirit. These angels ministering to Christ reflect the spiritual consolation that fasting can bring. Picture the Lord in the desert, and the angels are like strengthening him, giving him strength. And I think this is important for us because we begin the season of Lent, and Lent is a season of fasting. And we can shy away from fasting. And that's why we need to learn the rewards that come from fasting. Fulton Sheen says, never forget there are two philosophies to rule your life. The one of the cross, which starts with the fast and ends with the feast. The other of Satan, which starts with the feast and ends with a headache. This is so true. Fasting leads to feasting. If you abstain for a while, then you experience a deeper joy. But if you just go to instant gratification, there's no more after that. Or maybe if you go too much, there are headaches. So the spirit of Lent is a spirit of entering with Christ into the desert, fasting for 40 days so we can feast both inside Lent and also when we are done with Lent in Easter because we are made for the feast, we are made for the banquet, we are made for Easter. But to celebrate well, we need first to fast. So how to walk the process of fasting to feasting? Three steps very simple, to renounce, to resist, and then to replace. First, we need to renounce internally and externally to the things that steal our freedom. Jesus entered the desert. He renounced many things. 
And I'm so edified by so many people who give up things in Lent. I think it's important. And it's important to give up on these two levels, internally and externally. Internally, you can give up worry, you can give up fear, you can give up complaining. It's an internal fasting, and this is good. But you cannot be so spiritual (laughs) that you avoid the external fasting, the creatures as well. So you can also give up chocolate, TV, alcohol, or other things that hold you a slave, make you enslaved. Many people share with me what they gave up in this Lent, and they gave me permission to share. These are some of them. I am giving up phone games, playing cards, and hitting the snooze button. This is a college student. Second, from a wife of two children. I am fasting from hitting the snooze button. So it's not only in college, it continues afterwards. In the morning and, be, and waking up at 5 a.m., she's an engineer, every morning to meditate on the gospel for the day. I am also fasting from watching TV before bed so that my husband and I can pray the rosary together every night. Last one. I am giving up alcohol. Specifically, the sweetness of giving up alcohol is removing this attraction that I can use a scratch to relax, to escape, or to reward myself. But by fasting, I am looking to embrace the benefits of being more attentive to my spouse. So all these reflect outside, external renunciations, alcohol, waking up on time, the phone, games. And both are important, internal and external fasting. When Ash Wednesday, I was doubting if I should share what to, to share what I was giving up, but now that you are less, I will, but with one condition, that you don't point fingers if I break my promise because of weakness. Basically, I decided only to drink water, to eat as well, but when it comes to drinking, <laughs> only drinking water, no coffee, no tea, no smoothies, that's a tough one, no juice, and so on and so forth. So every time I am drinking water, I am reminded with this external renunciation that I am in the desert with the Lord. He got it much more difficult, so it's a small reminder. So first, renounce. And if you have not thought and prayed what you are going to give up, do it quickly. If not, Easter is going to find you thinking. So And keep in mind those two levels, internal and external fasting. The second thing, once you renounce, is to resist temptation. Once you renounce to things, you begin to crave for them. You begin to long for them. And you begin to discover that your heart is maybe a little bit sick because it loves what it should not love and it does not love what it should love. So once you begin to renounce, once you begin to fast, then you need to renounce, and you need to see the weakness of your heart. And there's no much recipe to this, and only say no, resisting temptation. 
The man giving up video games, well, comes back from school and he might need to say no to that temptation. The mother giving up TV might want to watch the Olympics in the night and she has to say no. The man giving up alcohol is tired after a whole day of work and he has to say no. Resist. Something that can help you is to have a Bible verse that can help you renounce those things. First you say no, so because maybe you are thinking in the, the Bible verse and the evil one attacks. So when it's attacking, you say no, and then with the sword that is the word of God, you pierce the enemy. For example, if you are trying to wake up on time every morning so you can go to mass or go to class, you say what Jesus said to the woman who was dead, Talita kum, little girl, arise, awake. You're there tired and I don't want to wake up. Little girl, arise, awake. It might help. So use a Bible verse that can help you resist. And then one time after the other, every time you say no to temptation, you kill that, or not you kill, you make that sinful inclination weaker. Every time you say no to sinful inclinations, to temptation, you starve them, you begin to starve them, and keep on starving them till they die. Imagine they are like a snake. Every time you say no, you stop them. And you need to be tough with evil because it does not good for you. So renounce, say no. I tell you in the office and in the library of the parish, there are so many coffee makers that when I walk through, they kind of begin to speak to me. <laughs> and you need to say no. But every time I say no, I say, no, I don't need you to be happy. I made for more. People find me speaking with things now, but say no, renounce, so you can grow in freedom. James says, resist the devil, devil, and he will free from you. Resist, renounce, say no, he will free. And the last step is to replace with love and prayer. Fasting and giving up is not just like, let's suffer together as Catholics for 40 days, I'm tough, let's just suffer. No, fasting is positive. It has an aspect of feasting. Imagine fasting, prayer, and love, the three means of Lent, as a coin. On one side of the coin is fasting, but on the other side of the coin is prayer and love. So fasting then needs to be transitioned or replaced into prayer and love. So if you are giving up social media, that needs to make you more available for your friends, needs to make you more available to study. If you are giving up TV, that frees up five hours of your day to pray more. So when you give up, when you fast, that needs to then flow into prayer and love. And above all, in this season of Lent, know that this is a pearl, this is a treasure in the middle of the desert of Lent. 
internal and external fasting are like two legs. Imagine that in the center of the desert is the Lord, is Jesus, fasting, the angels with him. So when you begin to walk, when you begin to fast internally and externally, you begin to get to the center of the desert. And there you will find Jesus. We fast to seek him more, to hunger more for Christ. We fast in this land so Christ can become more real for you. We fast so you can experience the consolations that come from the Holy Spirit. It's amazing the deep joy the Holy Spirit can bring. But for that, you need to fast. You need to be more silent. You need to be less busy. You need to be detached from things. You need to set yourself free from food and noise. You need to fast in order to feast. John Henry Newman summarizes all this in a very beautiful way. Only those who have first learned to forego and renounce it can enjoy the world. Those who have first fasted are able truly to feast. Only those who have learned not to abuse the world are able to enjoy it. And only those who accept it as a shadow of the future world and would leave this world for that future world shall inherit it. Allow the Spirit to drive you like Jesus into the desert. Don't be afraid of fasting. It will lead you to a deeper freedom. It will lead you to a deeper feast. You will be able to celebrate more profoundly on Easter Sunday. So let us fast. It leads to feast. <laughs>